This is Pop Culture Crush. I'm your host, Jessica. And today I have a wonderful co-host. It is Coco. Hey, everybody. So, in honor of President's Day today, I am going to list my top five fictional presidents. So this should be interesting. See, I was kind of hoping you would go with top five actual presidents. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to not touch that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we talked about it, but no, I want people to keep listening. <laughs> this list, I just want to like put this little preface here. It is not at how good the president is in the movie, like if they're a good president, but how entertaining I found them, how invested I was in their character. So this is not in uh, order of goodness. <laughs> What you're telling us is Hollywood representations of the president doesn't delve deep into policy discussions and (laughs) (laughs) how they're planning on, uh, you know, taking care of Social Security and issues like that. No, I'm more looking at, like, how good looking they are and their personality, (laughs) character development, maybe. That's probably pretty fair for a a movie president. for, for pop culture. All right, so we're going to start. Number five, James Dale from Mars Attacks. And uh, James Dale is played by Jack Nicholson. Of course, I had to have him on my list. The movie's from 1996, and the little synopsis is, Earth is invaded by Martians with unbeatable weapons and a cruel sense of humor. A little trivia, Jack Nicholson accepted the role without even reading the script since he had enjoyed working with Tim Burton on Batman and wanted to work with him again. I always forget this is a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, yeah, I kind of forget too, but then when you think about it, it makes perfect sense because it's just, it's weird. It is weird. It's definitely weird. And I I haven't seen it in years, I'll be honest. It's been quite a while. We should probably rewatch it because you like it. Oh, I love Mars Attacks. Yeah, you really like it. I thought it was weird, but, like, one of the main things I remember from it is Jack Nicholson's character, obviously. Because I think the reason it stands out to me is because it's not really, like, any role he's played Mm -hmm. before. And I also think it's fun to see him in kind of a comedic role, whereas he seems to always be in serious roles. So that's why I chose him as number five. So I saw Mars Attacks, and then years after, I saw this weird movie from the 70s called Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> Have you ever seen yes. it? Yes. Okay. The plot is almost identical. Yeah, it's weird. I remember seeing that. I'm almost positive I saw that like when what, my brother Adam was watching it or something like that. Down to the point where the tomatoes are defeated in the exact same way the Martians are defeated. Really? Yes. I don't remember it that well. So it's weird. weird. Anyway, sorry. I won't uh, I won't do this for every movie now that you've <laughs> invested me with this honor of uh, joining you once in a while. But I just had to point that out. No, I think that's awesome. All right. Number four. Andrew Shepard, the American president. That's the movie. And he's played by Michael Douglas. It's from 1995. And it's a widowed U.S. president running for re-election and an environmental lobbyist fall in love. It's all above board, but politics is perception, and sparks fly anyway. Wow, thanks IMDb for such a dramatic synopsis. A little trivia. During one of his many visits to the White House, 
Director Rob Reiner spent two consecutive days with President Bill Clinton, following him around as he went through his day. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, I think also one of the other trivia things I saw possibly was like this is one of the first film crews that have ever been allowed to hang out with the president basically in the White House for days, like a film crew. So that's kind of fun. For me, this pre- have you ever seen this movie? I haven't. You haven't? Again, it's been a really long time since I've seen it. But for me, Michael Douglas is probably the most real president on this list. I think just because, like, he has that kind of air about him in the film. He looks that way. He acts that way. Very, I don't know, he just really got the presidential vibe going. (laughs) And the reason I put him as number four is because I just think this is a cute kind of love story. I think it's really great. You want to root for him. He's a widower. Like, people are out against him. But you still hope that kind of love wins kind of thing. So that's why I put this one as number four. That sounds cute. It is cute. I. It's so funny. Like, a lot of these movies, I'm going to be totally honest, I haven't seen in years. Mm-hmm. And it makes me want to watch them again. Like, Mars Attacks and this one. Pretty much all of them on here. All right. Number three. Thomas J. Whitmore, Independence Day, played by Bill Pullman, not Bill Paxton. Easy to confuse. It is. It's from 1996. Synopsis is, the aliens are coming and their goal is to invade and destroy Earth. Fighting superior technology, mankind's best weapon is the will to survive. Bum, bum, bum. little trivia here. The huge hype that the film began generating in early 1996 caused Warner Brothers to postpone the release of Mars Attacks from summer to Christmas, and Steven Spielberg temporarily canceled his plans to direct War of the Worlds. Whoa. Yeah, which that didn't come out till 2005. So that's how big this movie was that nobody wanted to, like, touch it. That's crazy. I know. And then... um. Uh, Bill Pullman's role was actually written for Kevin Spacey because I guess he and the writer possibly or director, like I think the writer uh, went to school together. They knew each other, but uh, they were told that Kevin Spacey wasn't a big enough star. That's crazy. In what world? Well, I guess 1996 Bill Pullman was a bigger deal than Kevin Spacey. And then obviously Kevin Spacey went on to be huge. He became the president. Yeah, House of Cards. Yeah, exactly. But we are not allowed to talk about him anymore, right? (laughs) Uh, That's a little bit of the trivia for that. I just like Bill Pullman in general. When I think of Bill Pullman, wasn't he in Spaceballs? Was that Pullman? Was that Pullman? Which one was in Twister? That was Paxton. Okay. (laughs) See, look at it. Like, we're already getting them mixed up. Like that was a, that's a big joke in Hollywood is that everybody would get them like mixed up, you know? Get your bills right. It's embarrassing. <laughs> so Pullman in general, like he's always been really likable in all of his roles. He just kind of is charming. I think same goes for this role. He's a good guy in this, but like he can also just be a dick and get the job done. And I think he pulled it off really, really well. Do you remember this movie? You've seen this movie? No? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, directed by uh, Roland Emmerich, I oh, believe. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Who's, you know, one of my favorites. Uh, nobody blows up the world like Roland Emmerich. <laughs> I know. That's seriously. <laughs> well, and then this movie is like ingrained on the 4th of July, I think. 
Everybody, how many channels yeah, everybody play has it. to watch it. Okay, so number two, I know it's James Marshall Air Force One, played by Harrison Ford. It's from 1997. So all these president movies came out in the 90s. Is that weird? It's kind of weird, right? Like, I mean, it was a happy time. People liked the president back then. That's true. From 1997, and it's about communist radicals hijack Air Force One with the U.S. president and his family on board. The vice president negotiates from Washington, D.C., while the president, a veteran, fights to rescue the hostages on board. Little trivia, the lead role was written for Kevin Costner, but he was heavily committed to The Postman, which came out in 1987, and suggested Harrison Ford for the part. So thank you, uh, Kevin Costner. And initially, director Wolfgang Peterson was denied access to the real-life Air Force One, but a telephone call from Harrison Ford to the White House soon changed that. Isn't that amazing? Like, I mean, the star power yeah. of that. Like, one phone call, and it's like, oh, here you go. I got it done for you. Well, Harrison Ford, I mean, that was that was right in the midst of him playing all the, all the Jack Ryan, Tom Clancy movies. Like, oh, they're in present danger. So, yeah. And um, all those. And so, I feel like it was basically the same character. I yeah. Mean, he was playing Jack Ryan except as the president. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. I, I, you know what's weird? Okay, so have you ever had this where you feel like you saw a movie at the movie theater, but you're just not sure? Like, when I think of this movie, I just think of it on the big screen. So I'm thinking I must have seen it, like, with my family. Because, I mean, 1997, I was pretty young. I wouldn't have gone to see Air Force One by myself. <laughs> you know, I'm not some cool middle schooler, high schooler, you know, going to see Air Force One. But uh, I don't know. I mean, how can this not be in the top of my list? He's, you know, good looking, smart, loves his family, and he freaking kicks ass. He kicks bad guy ass. I mean, he's the coolest president, maybe, ever. Cooler than number one? Yes. <laughs> okay, well, now I'm excited. <laughs> number one. Uh, well, I won't. I'll tell you why I picked number one here in a second. So you're all probably dying to know who number one is. Number one, we actually take a trip from film land and go to TV land. And no, it's not who you're all probably thinking of because I have never seen The West Wing. <laughs> But my number one is Fitzgerald Grant from Scandal. Don't roll your eyes. I am rolling my Don't eyes Don't roll your eyes. Played by Tony Goldwyn. And it's from 2012. A former White House communications director starts her own crisis management firm, only to realize her clients are not the only ones with secrets. That's Olivia Pope, for those that haven't seen it. A.K.A. Carrie Washington. Yes. Thank you. For me, the biggest thing is, okay, so I'm going to say say something first. When I first started watching the show, like, I literally could not see him as anything other than the best friend of Patrick Swayze that gets him killed in Ghost. I couldn't not see it for, like, almost the first season. I was like, I just hate you ingrained in me because you killed Swayze dog. But... Then I really got into the show. I loved the show. I loved Fitz and Olivia. I was totally a Fitz and Olivia shipper all the way through the series. He sucks as a president. He does. <laughs> I mean, he's terrible. And him and Olivia have basically a toxic relationship. I know this. I don't need a lecture about it. 
But I think the reason I had to put this as number one is because I was by far the most invested in this president. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I watched how many seasons of him went through ups and downs with him. He was lied to. He, you know, just, I don't know. I had to put him as number one because I know by far the most about him and his character. And that's why he's my favorite. Because I just was way mostly invested in him than any other one. So that's why it's number one. I think that's reasonable. That's a good enough reason to have it as number one. So those are my pop five. Do you have any honorable mentions? I do. Not, And it's not my honorable mentions. I just want to say I know a lot of people are going to see this and say, why is West Wing not on their House of Cards, these two really big TV shows? It's because I never watched them. I just never did. I've never been into political television shows. Also, some people might veep, I think, too. I've just never been into huge into politics and political shows in general. So... I know I'm going to probably get flack for not having these characters, but I'm not going to put them on there if I haven't seen it. So I think I've seen like a few like clip. I mean, obviously I've seen clips from all of these shows, but I haven't seen them. So no honorable mentions necessarily, just a little explanation why some big TV presidents are not on the list. Do you have any or did I kind of hit? That was a good list. So yeah, I guess if I've got an honorable mention, it'd just be to... Shout out to All the President's Men from 1976. Uh, it was starring Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford as uh, Washington Post reporters who broke the uh, Watergate story about President Nixon. So it's kind of a biopic, I guess you'd call it. Oh. But, uh, you know, as a newspaper guy, I kind of have to, <laughs> like, required to mention that. Yeah, of course. So yeah, that's it. That's my pop five. What about you? Do you have any presidents that I left off that you absolutely love? Do you agree with my list? Do you not agree with my list? Let me know. I'm on all the social medias at Pop Culture Crush. You can find me, Pink Background, Little Black TV. And that's it. I hope you have a fantastic, fantastic Monday. I know it's Monday, boo. But I hope it's great. And we will see you on Friday. Happy President's Day, everybody. Bye. Bye.